in a world where millennials have no idea what the f they're doing with their lives. What's with Millennials Podcasts? One day, a group of concerned citizens got together to conduct an experiment. They wondered, what would happen if you mixed together smartphones, mocha frappuccinos, and college debts? When all was said and done, this is what they got. Three, two, one. And now, here are your hosts of the show. Hello and welcome to a brand spanking new What's With Millennials podcast, where we talk about pop culture, tech, and media. I'm your host, Diodonna, sitting here with my co-host, Truax, and special guest, Jeremy. What's up, Jeremy? Hey. How's it going, man? It's going good, man. How about you get yourself, guys? Doing excellent, doing excellent. Yeah. Um, for those of you who don't know, Jeremy is one of our hosts. He's been on the show plenty of times. We're going to keep having him come back. Um, but yeah, Jer- Jeremy is also, uh, you are currently where? In Texas, right? Yes, sir. Serving our country? Doing my thing. Yes, Do- sir. <laughs> doing your thing. And um, thank you for that, too, by the way. Oh, thank you. Yes, we, we appreciate you, man. But yes, our topic for today is gun safety, gun control. Um, should we be more strict? Should we lay off? What exactly? Why, why are all these crazy people, psychotic people going around shooting schools and shit? Yeah. Um, we're going to find out today. Yes, we are. But before we get started with that, I want to go ahead and say a special thanks to our sponsor, Within Range. Because when you have life goals, you need to make sure that you reach them because they are all within range. Right? Yes. That's exactly yes. what I'm talking about. Yes, within range. I like that. Yeah, yeah. right? Oh, yeah. Did you tell you we had a sponsor? Yeah, man. I don't think we told you. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> with that said, let's go ahead and get started to our next segment, which is news. Jeremy, hit it. No, 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 no. The way the news goes. Right. Today's breaking news. Gotta love the news, everybody. News is great, but I'm gonna start off with a lighter side of the news. Okay. Um, and this has to do, it's kind of exciting too for anyone who is a comic fan and likes the movies. Um, Black Panther. Yeah, boy. Last time we talked, Black Panther was at a 97% Rotten Tomatoes, right? Okay. And it is still sitting at a 97% okay. Rotten Tomatoes. Because that one motherfucker. That one motherfucker. That was one like, motherfucker. Was like, it was full of Negroes, so. Pretty much, uh, Yeah, man. that's probably what happened. Um, but <laughs> outside of that, it is the fifth highest grossing debut 
of wow. any movie. It is wow. breaking all records time? of all times. Holy the fifth crap. highest, the fifth highest grossing debut. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So real quick, guys, I'm sorry to interrupt you, True Wag. Yeah. No, you're you're but, um, you're fine, Mister Claude Felter. Thank you. But uh, no spoilers. I haven't had the chance to go see it yet. Yeah. I'm going to go see it tomorrow. Please don't spoil okay. it. Okay. All right, so anyway, in, in the end, everyone dies. Um, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> I haven't seen it yet either, Mr. Claude Felter. I, I've, so. I've seen it twice. To 20 times. I will give you the no spoiler review right now. Just a quick couple of little bullet points. I know points. it's awesome. I know it's <laughs> awesome. Okay, I've seen it twice already. I'm probably going to go back and see it a third time. Um, so the 30th time then. Yeah, it's the yeah, 30th time. I'm going to round it, make it an even number. Yeah. Um, but no, it's really good. Um, the, thing, the reasons why it's good without spoiling anything, right? I would say that this is the first time that Marvel has made a movie where the villain is really, really good. Really? Where you actually care what happens to the villain. Ooh. Oh, man. And um, I'm, I'm not going to spoil it, but um, I'm going to say that the, the reason why, why the, this villain is, is so good is, you know, he's, it's, he's relatable. How good is he? He's 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 from he's from the Bay Area, so like I relate. Ooh. I know, Ooh. right? Yeah. So so I know Chris, you can yeah. relate with yeah. that. Yeah. Uh, Jeremy, you've been here for what? Well, you know, yep. you visit here for a while. Seven but, years. Yep. Exactly. But yeah, he's he's a black kid from from Oakland. Oh. Yeah. So I was like, oh, okay. So and it's funny because some of some of the stuff that happens with him is just like his reaction because he's like. You know, he's bay with it. It's a little bay with it. It's the Oakland reaction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it's East Bay coming alive, baby. Yeah, exactly, right? Um, so there was that. Um the the other thing is Chris, you also like this. I would say that it's a classic tale of you love Lion King. I know this. Oh yes. Yes. This is Lion King 2.0. Really? Yes. Wait, they have a Lion King 2.0. This is Lion King 2.0. So okay. And there's a lot of like subtle things that happens in it. Down to there's one scene where they play like ten seconds of music that sounds like the Lion King theme song. I was like, no, they did it. No, they did it. But that, yeah, that would make me happy. Yes, that, that, I, I gotta go see it for yeah. sure. I mean, I was, I'm already gonna go see it. Yeah, this that's, is, that's this is a movie I've got to see. If you have not watched this trailer, go watch the fucking trailer. What is wrong with you? <laughs> it, 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 just the trailer got my a little chubby. So exactly, it's, it, it, um, I don't blame you. No. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Not at all. And, and also, too, um, the, the last thing about it that, that I can tell you about the film without it being spoilery is that it is uh, a typical problem that Marvel is now having more problems with is that ever since the first Guardians of the Galaxy, they've been a little bit corny with some of their jokes. Yeah. Um, because they're trying to recreate the magic that was the first Guardians of the Galaxy, right? Which I don't blame them because that movie is phenomenal, fantastic. Yes. Hands down. Um, so with, with this film... If there is no corn, it's I don't want to say there's no corny jokes. It's just none that I've felt that are corny. But I feel like all of the jokes in it, like there's no corniness in their jokes. I, that's good. I know. I, mean, I like I like corny jokes. I, but but that's good though because yeah. then it gives it a little bit more maturity for exactly the older crowd who's the ones who are gonna go see it. Exactly. And what I mean by corny jokes, I mean like they're not forcing you to laugh. You yeah. know what I mean? Like this. Anyway, is it so, rated P- PG thirteen or is it R? I would be. I would. I think it's 13. it's PG thirteen. Oh yeah, yeah. It's okay. not. I know definitely it's not R. Okay, so they made it for the younger viewers too. Yeah, um, I could probably Correct. count how many times they said a curse word on one hand. Oh, uh, 
Okay, that's all right. I, I can I can do that. That's yeah, cool. exactly. So yeah. that's kind of that's kind of with that. But um, what's next in news? Well, well, I I do I did want to go over just a couple things. Oh, um, yeah. uh, on the Black Panther, uh, it uh, it's got it's so the cultural meeting is pushed in Black Panther, mm-hmm. obviously. Um, and it's got a record setting of one hundred ninety two million dollars debut in wow. the U.S. and Canada theaters. Mm-hmm. Um, and it says firmly establishing the superhero sensation as a box office landmark. Yes. So I just wanted to go over that. They, they're kicking ass. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? One, one last thing. I can't wait to see it. You need to, man. And one last thing about that movie. What um what's so cool about it too is that the the setting is placed in like futuristic Africa. So you know it's it's a little bit of um. You know, an old town feeling to it, bringing it, but also like a new town feeling to it. And it made me, almost, there were scenes in the movie that made me almost cry simply because it was my people not being depicted as like going, like gun shooting, you know, gang banging people. Like there, there were genuine people who you could just like, they could just live on screen. I yeah. know that can, might sound kind of weird. Um but I had a lot of pride watching it, and all the memes that you're seeing out there of people who'd be like, after watching Black Panther, like black, there's people coming out with like the Black Panther hat on and the freaking like daishiki and everything. I, I can see why. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm <totally> <laughs> so, so you're saying they didn't like depict it in like Chicago or something? Yeah, yeah, okay. no, they, okay. they they had that side because you know, like they said, the the villains from Oakland, um, but you know, it it, it delves into. All types because every single the majority of the main cast is African or African American, so it depicts people in you know the the good you know that are from a good background that are from a not so great background. Yeah, and you kind of see um, for one of the first times ever spectrum. exactly you for you see for one of the first times ever a spectrum of people not all just being one thing on screen, and I loved it for that. I think that's awesome. Yeah, I think absolutely. that's great. All right. So moving on to news, we got Apple. Apple is in the news once again. Um, okay. And this is a single character bug crashes iPhones. Apple promises a fix for it. Um, so it, it, Apple's iOS woes are continuing uh, because they always have woes in the iOS system and be a great system but it also has a lot of issues okay. um and now th- there is one reeking the ios 11 um and it's a new bug and it, it's a f- it's a- affecting the phones and it'll cause your phone to crash and not allow you access uh to a range of uh, messaging and email apps including apple's messages uh, whatsapp and gmail among others um and <sighs> It, the flaw appears to occur when someone sends an Indian language character to affected iPhones, according to oh, the wow. Verge. So, so it, it's if you're not being sent Indian characters, I think you're okay. Um, but it, it's an issue that they are working on fixing right now. Oh, okay. So, thank you, Apple, for once again having issues. Um, I'm not an Apple user. Oh, squash, squash, squash. Whatever. Apple sucks. Um, love you, Apple. Uh, just in case they ever want to be sponsors. Yeah, you know, well, not now. We're talking like just, that. Uh, I know. Whatever. Android, <laughs> Google, we'll take it. It works. Um, okay, and next in news is, um, is there anything? Do you, are you a bug fan? Are you a fan of bugs? A bug bugs. fan. Bugs. Are you, do you like bugs? Do Jeremy, worms? are you a bug fan? Uh, no. Okay. <laughs> a fan of bugs. Like worms. Uh, like, like Do you like worms? Maybe when I was like three. 
Okay. Um, so, yeah. When okay. I was like five, I liked worms. Okay. So think of gummy. You, think of gummy worms. Okay. Worms. You could pick them apart. Oh, you're terrible. Use one of those kids. That's terrible. So so think of gummy worms. Okay. And then think of those gummy worms being alive, but they're not really gummy worms. That and they're living in your eye. Ooh. Uh, yeah. Um. So an organ woman, uh, had fourteen oh worms, God. worms pulled from her ah. eye. After a rare infection. Uh, yeah. So, so on, how, how common is this? It's rare. It's rare. So. It's rare. Um, and yeah. uh, so what, what this article goes on to say is an organ woman with a rare eye infection that resulted in 14 tiny worms being removed may be the first human to have contracted a parasitic infection spread by flies, a scientific report released Monday said. That's disgusting. So Holy shit. <laughs> this chick is 26. Um, um, she had the the eyes the worms removed from her eyes in August uh, of 2016, and scientists said it was reported published in the American Journal of Trop- Tropical Tropical Medicine and Hygiene. Okay, see um, that's when you gotta you gotta watch out for when you travel because you don't know what's in people's food. You don't want to like you need to wash your hands, Chris. You need to wash your hands. <laughs> I wash my hands all the time when you travel and when you get out the bathroom, Chris. And because you don't know what kind of things you touch, you go and then you wipe your eye because you're not paying attention. But, you go, oh, but this and came, you get eye worms. But this came from flies. So now I'm going to tell it, everybody it came, out it came there: came from flies. If, if you have kids, have them wash the goddamn hands. <laughs> yeah, well, this came from flies, though. Okay, well, the flies get on dirty stuff, and if you touch that dirty stuff, then you get worms in your it's, eye. It's not like I farted on your pillow and you got pink eye. Here's the deal. Hand sanitizer isn't just a trick. You gotta use hot water. <laughs> hot water. Hot Don't water. That kills bacteria. The new sh- fool you. You gotta use hot water and soap. Real soap. Not just foam soap. <laughs> Not just foam soap. soap. You gotta lather it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hand sanitizer don't do shit. You can build immunity to damn hand sanitizer. They told us that shit 10 years ago, and people started forgetting about that shit. So, yeah. uh, again, exactly. hot water. So, uh, Matt, Matt. Matthew Pettit on Facebook says, truth, watch what you eat when you travel. AJ Slape on Facebook says, eating sushi. Look that up. Look that up. Heck yeah, man. I eat sushi. It's delicious. I, I haven't gotten any tapeworms yet, so AJ, sushi's yummy. Uh, <laughs> and then last in news. Um, okay, so... Have you ever been like somewhere and you really needed to fart, but you knew knew you were in a closed space and it's kind of fucked up and you can't because everyone's gonna know it came from you? I should ask that right back to you, sir. Oh, all the <laughs> time. I, I'm the worst at it. I like to fart, anyways. But um, I'll take claim for it too. It's, uh, I don't mind. Yeah, but no, yes, you will. Could you ever imagine being on a flight? Oh, that sucks. Everyone do it all at the same time. No, no. unison. No, you're on a flight, right? Okay. And and you got really bad gas, and you and you, you let it out, and you didn't realize how bad it was gonna smell, right? And so you're like, oh, okay. But then you keep doing it. What do you mean you keep doing it? So, <laughs> the, the so a flight a fight over a man's flatulence <laughs> forces a flight to make an emergency landing. Oh my gosh! Um, and uh, so this is a pilot made an emergency landing after uh-huh. a fight broke out over a pa- over a passenger who allegedly refused to stop passing gas. <laughs> Two Dutchmen sitting next to the flatulent passenger reportedly... Wait, wait, hey, hey, hey. 
They were Dutchmen? Dutchmen. <laughs> Dutchmen. Yes, Dutchmen. They were Dutch ovening. Dutch to ovening. Dutchmen. Uh, yeah, this oh guy was Dutch ovening a, a, to Dutchmen in a plane and making everyone hate it. But anyway, so the two Dutchmen sitting next to the flatulent passenger reportedly asked the man to stop, but he refused and continued to break wind aboard the Transavia Airlines flight from Dubai to Amsterdam. That's terrible. Yeah. Um, the budget airline Why? crew allegedly did not help the passengers after their complaints, um, leading to a fight between the men, despite a warning from the okay. pilot. Yeah. So, yeah. So, these, okay. so either the Dutchmen just need, couldn't, you know, just stand it for that. It was that bad of gas, or I don't know. Okay. First of all, there is you. Mm, okay. There is, when you fly on God planes. Okay, that automatic the nicest person will turn into a fucking asshole. Yeah, yeah. Like they're like and and lit just little tiny oh, yeah. like, like just piss you off. Your foot because, touched mine. Can you fucking move? Yes, like yeah. but, but, but like little things would just like piss you off like to no fucking ends to no fucking ends because you got to deal with the fucking two hours before trying to yep. get on your flight. Then you got to deal with fucking the kid behind your seat kicking your god seat and then you tell the mom and then the mom says nothing and then the kid keeps doing it and then so you gotta f- the parent and then a bunch of other like it's it's just being on planes in itself it's just people enclosed and f-ing just just dirty f-ing enclosed ear eyed uh, worm eyed places <laughs> worm eyed places and just like her it's, it's I don't know it's just that annoys me that annoys me I, and I can understand people getting into fights if I if I if God you know Hopefully this never happens, but I hope I never take a flight with Truex anytime soon. Because <laughs> yeah, I can pre- see us get into a fight and they have to land. Hey, hey, I'm I'm pretty good about it. You freaking better aim it the other way. Uh, I, I lift my leg the whole time. <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> oh, AJ, that's that's AJ, that's wrong. AJ just wrote on Facebook. I couldn't figure out how to flush the toilet on a plane oh, when I was right. super young, so I just left it there, thinking someone else would flush it. Door was open. <laughs> And here goes my luck. This seatbelt uh, uh, sign came on, stunk up the whole back of the plane. 45 <laughs> minutes later, the flight attendant figured it out. Oh, thanks, AJ. That, oh. that, that sounds like something you would actually do, oh. uh, Mr. Slape. You'd probably do that as an adult, maybe. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm just playing, man. Ma- um. Matthew says on Facebook, I'm, I'm flying internationally. I will buy two seats just so no one sits next to me. And he says it's a weird thing he does. He does, and that we're great. <laughs> oh God, oh, Jesus! Man. Thanks, Jer- Matt. Jeremy, would you fart on a plane? Yeah. I'm here, good sir. Yeah, would would you fart on a plane, Jeremy? Please tell you no. It, like if it stunk, would you continuously fart even if people were asking you to stop? Look, look, look. Mama said it's always better to let out than no one. <laughs> <laughs> Not like that. <laughs> Not like no. that. Let it out Mama always said it was something wrong along them lines. It's been like 15, 20 years from now, but. I'm not about to mess up my bowel system, gastric system. You just gonna mess up the flight? <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm gonna turn the little vent, ventilation thing on on the airplane, you know, right above my headrest, and, and I'm gonna just, you know, blame it on the kid next to me. Yeah, could, right, right, could you imagine the gas was so bad that they dropped the little uh, oxygen mask down? Oh, that's terrible. <laughs> the cabin starts losing pressure. If they would have done that, you know. <laughs> I, I know, I know all, both of y'all have seen Fight Club before. Oh, the of course. Mask down is just bull. Yeah. <laughs> it is bull. I agree. It's every man for himself when that plane's going down. <laughs> when that plane's going you know, down. Yeah, I always it's thought every it was. Every man for himself. I always thought it was funny. Use the baby as a flotation device for all I give a <laughs> That's 
Yeah, no. <laughs> Make it out alive. That's a little dark, brother. Uh, he doesn't care. That's I know. What dark. I fucking love it. So, Life is dark. So anyway, so our topic. Um, did you have anything else for news before? No, I no, no. That's that's all I got for for the great news of America and what's with millennials. Well, we haven't gone through America yet, but I'm just mumbling. Go no, ahead. no, no. You're good. <laughs> um, so you know our um. Our topic for this week is gun control, gun safety. Should we be more stricter? Should we be more loose? How does that affect us? Is it positive? Is it negative? Um, But we're going to go ahead and get started with that after our next segment, which is If You've Been Living Under a Rock with the Announcer Man. Our Second Amendment, the right to bear arms. With acts of mass murder already on the rise, should we take a closer look at gun control regulations? Is this for the better or for the worst? This has been If You've Been Living Under a Rock. All right, so guys... Um, I'm going to start with uh, you, Jeremy. Um, first impressions, should we have stricter gun regulations? Now, see, that's a tricky question, brother. That is a very, very tricky question. As far as, it depends on how you're viewing regulations on gun control and all of that. Just my opinion, we need stricter gun education. What do you mean it by that? Because... We have the laws that, you know, dictate, you know, a person goes to a store, they got to fill out the paperwork to get a gun, do the background check and all of that. But really, how much more is there into it? You know, coming from the Marine Corps to be a rifleman, because every Marine is a rifleman, you are qualified or required to, should I say, to go and shoot that said rifle at least once a year depending on where you're at it usually takes about two weeks which includes um rifle education on knowing your rifle safety laws your safety rules on what to do how to utilize that rifle how to handle that rifle when you need to actually point that rifle at an object when you actually should put your trigger finger on the trigger to shoot at something I'm really curious, you know, nationwide, how strict are the regulations? Or are they really teaching the importance of what it means to actually have a firearm in your hand? Yeah. Are, are they really teaching, you know, the true consequences of pulling a rifle arm and, and having it at the ready, ready to shoot at somebody? You know, what are the true consequences that are going to come about about that? Yeah. Because I'm quite sure, I, I'm willing to put money on it, that those rules aren't implemented nationwide as they are in the Marine Corps. Because I felt in my time in the Marine Corps that I felt dignified, I felt well-educated, and I felt well-suited that no matter what, when I had that rifle in my arm, I was ready in knowing what I had it in my hands for in the first damn place. Not that it was a f***ing toy. Not that it was just there for damn pl- games and all that shit. Yeah, not just as a you know substitute 
or something to to rely upon in a I don't know mediocre situation just because somebody got mad, somebody said the wrong word to them, mm-hmm. and it seems like that's what keeps seeming to happen time and time again. You got these little ass kids who don't have well developed brains. They come across the damn AR-15 now or whatever the hell they end up coming across. And the easiest solution to a a benign conflict is just to start shooting at people. I don't understand what what happened. You know, we take it back to Friday. Real men put up their fists first. Why can't, are are we too, too sissified, too scared? to put up our fist first before picking up a rifle? Yeah. Do they really know the consequences that come about with picking up that rifle? Yeah. yeah. Are they willing willing to die knowing that once they pick up that rifle, what if someone picks up, what if someone else picks up a rifle and aims it at them? Are they willing really willing to die at that point? Yeah. Now you, you, you I don't really believe they are. Now dude, you They're you're bringing up properly. You you're bringing up a really excellent excellent point is that is it is it because people know that they're not going to get shot back at or is it because people are too afraid to fight any other way yeah i i that's a good no question. it's both yeah. it's definitely both the answer is to yes to both of them they're not they don't feel afraid because they don't think that anyone else is going to put a point a rifle back at them yeah and nor do they know any other way how to solve a problem? Because all they've done is grown up playing video games, Grand Theft Auto, and Call of Duty their whole life. With yeah. no repercussions with what they're doing? Exactly. Uh, no repercussions. But I mean, at, at times, when it comes to even like video games, like you were saying, um, people have seen that as a way to even release pent up aggressions. Um, so much so that the person ends up being less, um, you know, confrontational. Um, I would almost say, I would say most of this, at least from what I've seen and from what, from what I've, you know, researched, it's mostly from people being, you know, having psychological problems, um, that, that they, they put don't... their in a martial arts class yep. <laughs> in a boxing class, so, let so... them learn and understand that, you know, getting knocked the out isn't the end of the world. As I... simple as that. I've taken up his back in my day. It's been a long, long time. Yeah. But I've taken punches to the face. I've been bruised up, beat up. I'm still alive. 28 years old I am here now. Still kicking and talking every damn day of my life. Yeah. It's yeah. not impossible. These kids are what? 15 to 18, 19 years old, shooting up because they too scared to take a swimming. Too scared to... Re- verbally express themselves at that they don't even want to smoke start at the smallest extent of it yeah. and vocally express themselves they want to jump straight to a damn right firearm yeah absolutely but you know i kind of agree with you on like the uh, the knowledge and the safety and being instructed on how to use a weapon um i i think there's a lot of issues with uh how parents are with their kids and guns in the house and they don't they neglect to think about what could happen if their children get a, a hold of those guns? I I, I I think every every person who owns a gun should have to go through some sort of of training or safety class to learn the weapon, um, to learn how to use it and to learn how to safely clean it, safely store it, keep it out of the hands of your children. Um, I also believe in teaching your children though 
how to use a weapon and how to understand it because I, I, I believe there's there's been some school shootings. There was one recently that happened in uh, Southern California. I forget where exactly, but um, the, the little girl brought the gun to school and it went off in her backpack. Now, I don't know how it went off in her backpack. Maybe, maybe the safety was off and um, pencil or something went through the trigger hole, but um, somehow it went off in, in her backpack. And now, there, there's so many... Th- issues there one how did she get the gun Two, why was the ammunition stored with the gun now i know for someone like myself i believe that you shouldn't have the ammunition stored in two separate places in the house uh for you know a separate place uh, completely away from where the gun is they should yeah. be somewhat close because you got to be able to to load if in case of emergency but but why was the ammunition in the gun to where she could take it and kill someone with it yeah um, it, so the, it, there, there's so many different things there and aspects. I think safety is a big issue when it comes to weaponry. Now, now with that said, we have a couple of uh, people who are interested in calling in. I don't know if, Chris, you'd be comfortable putting up your phone number on there and say call in or whatever. I don't. switch over from Jeremy's call. Um, I don't mind. Okay. You want to type in your... Yeah. Anyway. Um, how, how are we going to pull ba- this one off? Oh, well, I'll just switch over oh, from Jeremy. Oh, we'll just switch it over. Gotcha, gotcha, okay. Um, but, yeah, so, um, yeah, let us know in the comment section what do you guys think, how do you guys feel about gun safety. Um, do you think that there should be stricter regulations? Um, let us know. Yes, let us know. For sure, and if you're listening on Mixler, um, let us know there, too. Please. And if you haven't subscribed already, go ahead and get, uh, find us on WWM Show. Dot com. Once again, that is WWMshow.com. Yeah. And it's so nice having the website now. Yeah, so much easier. It you is. just direct people, just it straight is. shooting. Through. Yeah, straight Sp- shoot. Boom. Speaking of straight shooting, Chris. Yes. You have guns yourself, right? I do have a gun. Now, after speaking with, you know, Jeremy about how we personally feel um, about training people to be able to use weapons and that it, and that it might even be... You know that um, people are afraid of fighting without guns, right? Right. Why do you feel that it's important for you to have one? Um, it, it's important for, for safety of my children, my house, uh, myself. Um, and um, and we got a call right we here. We got a call uh, right Jeremy, here. Jeremy, I'm going to put you on hold real quick, okay? Yes, sir. Hold on one second. Uh, up there, top. That's what she said. Uh, case is in the way. I clicked in. Hello, Hello caller. You are live. Hello. Yo. Hey, what's your name? This is Matt Pettit. Uh, what's up, D? Oh, Good hey, here, what's man. what's How up, Matt? Doing? How you doing, bro? How you doing, Matt? Uh, I'm all right, man. What is your name? I'm sorry, man. I didn't get your uh, name. Truax or Chris. Oh, Chris. Okay, yeah, nice yeah. to meet you. Chris. Nice to meet you, man. So I just wanted to phone in. I, you know, I really interested in your guys' show, but I, um, I've been listening to the subject tonight about you know, gun regulation, gun safety gun safety, you know, you know, the whole nine. And I just want to say, you know, I'm a gun owner. I grew up in pretty much a military household. All my uncles served and my grandfather served in the U.S. Armed Forces. But, you know, I don't think that gun regulation is the problem. I don't think that gun safety is the problem. I think that what we're dealing with is a larger scale of a problem is mental health. Yes. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that America has a problem and has had a problem for many years with a broken health system 
not taking accountability uh, for the many mentally disturbed people out there, you know? Absolutely. I happen to fully, fully agree with you on that subject. Um, I, I, I don't know where what you read or what, what studies you've read. Um, but it, the mental health system has been broken for many years and it was after, uh, it's got, it's been like a, a good 40, 50 years that the mental health system is broken down and we don't put people into hospitals when they actually need it. And we don't help them because there was so much abuse inside those hospitals that they ended up shutting them down. And then they, they took funding and put it in other areas. Um, is that what kind well, of, you know, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut No, you no, off. go ahead. Go ahead. Um, you know, the problem, though, with that, too, I mean, it's kind of an excuse because our politicians that we elect really just give us the, the, the you know, political red table where, you know, the monies are not allocated to the hospitals, which is not true. Um, it's, it's what it, you know, I remember reading a Time magazine about 12 years ago, and they were talking about how 85 percent of uh, individuals locked up in our uh, prisons have mental health issues. Mm -hmm. And, you know, unfortunately, it's it's a reflection of our society and the lack of, uh, you know, just taking initiative and stepping up to the plate to talk about it. Because, you know, mental health is a very touchy subject. A lot of people don't like to talk about it in America. And, you know, a lot of people have family members that deal with it. But my main point is is that when you look at other countries, so I'm going to use Germany as a uh, as an example. Germany has a beautiful, beautiful system all around, educational system, uh, healthcare system that no one can compare to it. Right? I mean, you're looking at when you look at their gun laws, for instance. I mean, you can own any gun you want, but you're not allowed to have it at your house. You have to keep it at a gun club. Mm-hmm. You know, and um, so it's 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 a lot. It's a lot we deal with, but yeah. See what Matt? The way that I want this is the way I want the United States to work when it comes to violence. You ready for this? Yeah. I'm sorry, I can hardly hear you, man. I'm oh. sorry. Say that again. No this this is the way that I want I want violence to take place in the United States. I don't want violence to take place, but if I had to choose, this is the way that I would want violence to take place you ready for this matt okay go ahead okay check it you and whoever humpty dumpty whoever the hell comes up to you and says hey you was looking at my girl right (laughs) you was looking at my girl right and then you're gonna go (laughs) sir i must warn you i am i am fully prepared i've prepared for this moment in my entire life right this is what happens okay Uh okay you guys take off your belts Put them to the side, and then you guys get into your kung fu stances, and then you guys just battle it out, hand in hand combat, Wu Tang style. That's exactly. was kung fu fighting. Just like that, man. Straight like that. You know what, man? You know what? And and you know there was a time in America, you know that old school, you know the old school America that my grandfather grew up in. Man, they would handle it out in the streets, fist fighting. Yeah. It's it's only become a problem, you know. And I hate to bring race up into it. I, I really do because I'm not big on the whole race baiting thing. I, I don't like how the news media, you know, perpetuates that. But you know, I, I do believe, and you know, I'm an educated man. I took a race and racism class, and I do believe that a lot of it has to do with white privilege. I, I do believe that a lot of, unfortunately, 
you know, a lot of people are told lies that, you know, you're superior to other people and you can do things and get away with it. And, you know, I hate to bring up this instance, but when you look at the Florida shooting and you look at how he's a young Caucasian man, and I, I think back a couple years ago when Obama was still president, um, you know, there was a, a mass shooting in a church. Mm-hmm. And yeah. the young man was a Caucasian male, and, yeah. you know, they promised him if he stopped shooting and come out, they would take him to a fast food joint afterward, and they did. <laughs> oh, God. Now, oh. And, and if you look at if, – if he was an African-American or a Hispanic or any what other race, that would have been handled way differently. Yeah, no, most – And I think that – and I think that that's the problem in America is that Caucasian – not all Caucasian people, but a lot of them have this kind of, you know, uh, privilege, you know, and it's, it, it, they know that they have it, so they take advantage of it. And, you know, we look at other subjects, you know, uh, with mental health and, and or, or not even mental health, right? And mm-hmm. we look at another case that just recently happened at Stanford. Uh, you look at a young Caucasian man that raped a girl, right? Are you talking about and, that? Okay, yeah, uh, and, and you know, yeah, you got thirty days. In yeah, jail. no, I, I hear what you're saying, Matt, and you know, in some instances, like the Stanford thing, absolutely, that shit is freaking just crazy, and you know, it was taken advantage of because of you know who he was. Um, but I think for the most part, when it comes to uh, people shooting in places, I think that mostly just falls in on their mental state and their mental capabilities. Um, but I just wanted to take time and say thank you, Matt, for calling in. Thank you, Matt, for coming in. Or calling oh, yeah. In. Thank you so much, man. And I'm sorry to rant and rave. Oh, no, 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 you're no, good. We appreciate so it, man. Time and yeah, definitely. And I'll look forward to watching your show more. Thank yeah, you man. So we'll have you call back good. soon. Yeah, call back anytime, man. Okay. All right. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Bye-bye. But yeah, man, so, you, you know, he, go ahead. No, I was going to say, I, you know, he made some really good points and I agree yeah. with him on, on some of that. And, uh, you know, it's not all safety and it, there is a lot to do with the, with the mental in, illness in this yeah. country. And, um, you know, that there's one point I do have to say is a lot of the mass shooters are Caucasian. They are white. Um, yeah. and, and you, the reason why they all had mental illness and, yeah. and, and Caucasians are typically, uh, uh more prone to me- mental illness. Um, and I don't, it, I don't, I don't feel like it's even that though. Like, I feel like, like when it comes to mass shooting, race is not a thing. Yeah. It's I, you, I don't think it is if, at all. If you're shooting people who are fucking innocent, then there's something wrong with you that has nothing to do with your fucking oh, yeah. race. Um, that's just what's going on with you. That's that's I, that's I, like the, the the back when I was a kid, it was a black guy in D.C. He recruited another a, a black kid. Yep. And they were they sniping. Was, yeah, they were sniping people, and mm-hmm. and that you know it has nothing to do with race. I think it has to do with a mental disease and yes. disorders. Now, the only thing that I think when race comes to if there was race in this. Um, that would be the perspective of the other people who look at the shooter, yeah. not the shooter themselves. Yeah. So like, um, for, for instance, um, you know, like that one time, you know, around nine 11 where like you, if you were, if you had a turban on your head, like you could not walk outside for like two weeks. <laughs> like you were, you stayed you, inside you, because even if you were like Sikh from India, you're, you, yeah, you, 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 could, you had to hide because people thought you were a terrorist or people just assumed because yeah. of your color or what you wore or then, and that kind of profiling is dangerous and it's Absolutely. not good, not good at all. Um, but I, I do have a question though. Yeah. Um, so, so talking about gun control and we've kind of touched on the mental health side of it. What, 
What do you think about more regulations? Are I, I know my opinion on this, yes. but wait, wait, what's your opinion to, do we need more laws or do we, do we stop going through legislation because of how many laws are on the book already yeah. and it's not stopping mass shootings? Absolutely. What do you think? Um, well, first of all, let me see if Jeremy's still there. Jeremy, are you still there? Yes, I am. Okay, just wanted to make sure that you're still there. Did you catch um, that question, oh, Jeremy, too? Thank you for checking up on me. Yeah, yeah, hey, man. Hey, um, we I, know you've been drinking, but, so we got to make sure you're okay. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but but to answer your question, and Jeremy, feel free to chime in whenever. Um, he was asking about um, having more gun regulations, even though there's already so many that there are, right? And how I feel about this is that, one, the when it comes to people who are harming people with their weapons, with their guns, um, they're usually not following the law. They usually got their guns illegally. Um, and anyone who says that, um, you know, uh, guns is what kills people that it's, that's false. It's people kill people. Yeah. Yeah. Just like freaking if that, if guns kill people, then then fat people don't get fat. Spoons make people fat. That's, gonna, that's right. <laughs> that spoon made me fat, damn it. I need counseling and therapy now. Yeah, it's, it's, no, that's it's, bullshit. I, I put a spoon to my mouth or a fork to my mouth. Exactly. Oh, yeah, exactly. That. That's, that's yeah. what I'm saying. So people that's, do it to themselves and to you. others. So, so that's the first thing that I wanted to address. That... um. It's it. You have to it's find a way. In a, in a fort. Yeah, you you it's have genetic. to. I think what they really need to do is find a way to keep track of every single gun. I have no idea how you could do that, but if you could do that and you could figure out a way, if they could keep track of phones and phones are cost. Are you are you ready for that solution? What, I'm sorry what? to interrupt. You know, no, I, no, you I, good. I, Go I'm ahead. not being on interrupt here. Here's the solution. I was just talking to one of my com- comrades here yeah. about this as well. And it's not a solution that not everybody's going to like. But it is a solution. How are you going to track this? How are you going to track this person? How are you going to track this firearm? And you know what? It, it's not the firearm that you really need to track. And again, we're going back to, again, the person who it is that you need to track. Yeah. You know what the best way to track it is? Is impl- implementing a rule that nobody really wants. Well, a lot of people want it, but not the majority yet. Yeah. So are you, are you guys ready? Yeah, go ahead. Just making sure. We really need to go back to what everyone has discussed in the past. The idea, the option has been thrown up in the air before, and it gets shot down every damn time. Mm. We need to make it so that, and I know I've spoken to you on a personal note on this idea, Donis, about this, but every American, once they become of a certain age, as of right now, it's 18, legally do it, but... Honestly, I feel that it could be done sooner. I know people who've not been able to do it earlier at the age of 17. Yeah. Should involve themselves or should be required to do some form of military training for at least at least two years. Mm-hmm. Before they at able... that point, because going through the military, just in the entry process of it, you didn't have a mental evaluation, a true mental evaluation to see where that person's head at. And then you have true training, sculpting, um, discipline on how to be a true American citizen within this nation. Because mm-hmm. honestly, after going through Marine Corps boot camp training, um, I realized after coming out of it, after those 13 weeks that um, <laughs> the majority of the regular everyday civilians are pretty f***ed up. Yeah. They're not the... 
it's not it's a completely different world and you know what your average american wants to say oh they've been brainwashed but it's not really quite the same it's really not brainwashing it's more of that individual has now gone through training. Yeah. He's become disciplined. He's become but dude, dude, a responsible, respectable even, individual. Even if you even if you were to train a bunch of people how to how to shoot, right? That doesn't mm-hmm. necessarily solve the problem of the people who use those it's, guns it's, for bad. Some more at? training. <laughs> it means yeah. they have and more training to shoot better. To shoot at. And then again, once you're going but yeah, but it's not mental evaluation. Yeah. Again, being that you haven't been able, you have unfortunately not been able to go through that yes. training yet. They they keep track of you. But men, mental eval- process. mental evaluations aren't working. Uh, otherwise, it would you know it's it's what the people who are killing people, the people who are killing the most with guns or mass shooting, right? They will pass mm-hmm. mental evaluations in order to get a gun, what? or they will be mentally stable, have a gun. Are they passing these ha- mental have a evaluations through a guidance counselor? Well, what, I, I, I don't know, but apparently they're getting guns, right? Correct. But but exactly. they will pass they will pass know. whatever they will pass whatever evaluation that they need to get that gun, wrong. right? And then they'll have it, and then they'll go through a mental breakdown later on, and then go on a mass <laughs> shooting and kill innocent well, people. So, so well, listen. Here, here, Let here. me explain to you like this. Wait, wait, hang on, Jeremy. Let, hang on. Jer- Jeremy, 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 hang okay. on, hang on. Uh, Truex, go ahead. Okay, so so I, I just want to, I kind of want to go over a few things that kind of are touching in these bases. One, I'm going to go back to the, the 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 laws. We don't need more laws because we have over twenty thousand on the books. Okay, now when it comes, but they're not the right ones. It, 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 but there's really no laws. People are going to get guns. People are going to have guns. And the, the, the laws that have been created are the laws that are, are forcing the proper gun owners, the legal gun owners, the ones who actually respect the law. It's, it's causing us to get rid of guns or not be able to buy certain guns or be able to – we have to get rid of magazines that we might have because, um, uh, because now we have 10 instead of 8, so we got to buy all new magazines mm-hmm. or you can't buy this ammo or you can't buy this gun or I can't transfer this gun into your name because California doesn't allow that gun even though it has the mm-hmm. same um, uh, me- mechanics yes. as this gun. Um, so I, I think laws – I think it, we need to get away from laws. Yes. Um, I, 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 we need to stop. Uh, we need to stop telling people that that the legal process and through legislature is the way to handle this. I really think it has to do with mental illness, and it has to do with yeah. those who are getting through the system because we don't set something up for them. We've allowed that system to fail, and instead of recreating it, we're we're trying to push this onto a. a, a an inanimate object that has no function until it's put in someone's hand. And I think training and, and teaching people like Jeremy's saying that you, there, there should be classes and that you should be approved to go and get a gun. But I don't think we need to do that to every single person in the world. I think it mm-hmm. needs to be new gun owners. Not every time you buy one. Okay. So here, here's, here, here's what here's you do. My issue with that though, is that the simple fact that again, going through the process that, I'm more or less just suggesting at this point is that uh, when you go through military training, I'm guessing you you guys may be a little bit you know foreign to this whole yeah. concept, but if they see that you're unfit mentally, they kick you out, and you're not able to control a gun. I mean, in, mo- in certain cases, at least, you're not you're deemed unfit to ever possess a firearm. So, so what you're suggesting is more mental checks on on your your current state. 
see, right. see, here, and, here's my I feel here, that. Here's my issue with that. My my issue with that is that yeah, that might work in the military, but in civilian life, that won't work because how many people are there that hate guns, or how many doctors are there that hate guns? Okay, so so let me ask you this: If you're going through a state of time in your life where you're depressed, and a doctor deems you too depressed to own a gun, that doctor gets to strip your constitutional right to own and bear arms because he says you're unfit, even though maybe you're still fit to have a gun. I've been depressed. I never once put that gun to my head or to someone else because I was depressed or felt like I had too many things going on that I couldn't be a responsible gun owner. I see what Uh, you're saying. So So, why don't they do... Are you not able to grow from that? Yeah, but what he's saying is that, you know, sometimes if you put multiple people in power um, who can take away your Second Amendment then someone is eventually going to misconstrue um, exactly what, you know, your, your mental state or, or, you know, take that one week that you're not, you know, all there, you're having a bad week. And then that's going to, this you know, make you end up losing your weapons. But you know what, what, in order to solve that problem, you just have places like, and I hate to say it like DMVs where you have a bunch of government officials who are specifically trained in doing that, like a factory. And you know, they bring people in, bring people out and they get more experience by having more people come in and they know what they're talking about. Opposed to having someone who is your family doctor deem whether you are mentally capable of continue having a gun but you know listeners on facebook what do you guys think let us know um is is there any possible way to regulate guns safer with with a little bit of more regulations or the same regulations that we have let us know um but but i don't know it's it's definitely something to think about um but while we're thinking about we're gonna get started in our next segment are you ready for this one this is a new one this is a new one. This is a new one. a new one. This is a new one. You ready for this? Yes. Okay, so this one is Guess That 90s Show. Oh. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Kind of different, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah. So um, I have three here today. But what I'm going to do, I'm going to play five seconds of the theme song from it. Don't look at it. No, I'm, I, I'm, not, I'm not looking. I can't, I can't see that far okay. anyways. I'm going to play five seconds of a 90s um, theme song for a show. And you guys have to try to see if you know what that show is. You okay. guys ready? Yes. Jeremy, you ready? Yes. Okay, here we go. Five seconds. Sabrina the Teenage Witch. <laughs> no. Yeah. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Wasn't that? Wasn't that? Jeremy, uh, you know what it is? No, I don't. You don't? Oh, that was a good guess, though, because I could kind of see that was kind of like, I was kind of right there. Can, can you play it one more time? Okay, I'm going to play it one more time. Don't look at it. Don't look at my computer. I'm not, I, I can't okay. read it. And okay. if I could, I want to tell you. Okay, I, here we I go. Cheat. Okay, I'll play 10 seconds that time. Oh, God. I know. <laughs> um, it, it sounds so familiar. Someone's out there is just like, oh, my God, I know what so, it is. Oh, if you if you know what it is, throw it on Facebook. I'm not looking at Facebook, so it's not cheating. Um, is is oh, is that like Beetlejuice? Uh, that kind of sounds like Beetlejuice, or, doesn't or it? Beetlejuice or Adam's Family? No, not the Adam's Family because Adam's Family is so completely. Easy. But that could have been like the introduction to it. I know the Adam's Family. Is no, you, these easy. are all good guesses, by uh, the way. Oh God! 
Uh, is anyone putting anything on Facebook? No, no one's, no one's no, guessing nothing no, on Facebook. No, no one's watching us. They hate us. No, um, we have a couple watchers. I know. <laughs> um, Jeremy, okay. any Jeremy, guesses? any other guesses for you? I'm sorry, bro, but I honestly can't hear the backdrop tune. Uh, okay, no problem. That's all right. That's okay. Sorry, bro. I, I, I have no guesses on that then. Okay. That one was Dexter's Laboratory. Oh, okay. Dexter's okay. Laboratory, yeah. La- laboratory? Dexter's Lab. Lab, okay. Dexter's Lab, Dexter's okay, lab. whatever. Yeah. Same thing, Dexter's Lab. All right, ready for the next one? Yes. Okay, here we go. Okay. That's Friends. Oh, okay, there we go. <laughs> of course my white friend would know that one. <laughs> the white guy knows it. <laughs> Jeremy, were you able to hear that one? No, I can't hear it. Yeah, you can't hear it? Not, okay, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this, and hopefully that'll be a little bit better. I'm going to play it one more time, okay? Okay. Were you able to hear That's that? Friends. Yeah, there we go. He knew that uh, one. Yeah. And yeah. Wait, wait, uh, Matthew and Aaron both got friends as well. Okay, there we go. Yeah. That one. They knew yes. that one. Yes, they got okay. that. Okay, good job, guys. You guys keeping up. You guys keeping up. All right. Let's do this last one. Are you sure you're ready for this one? I'm ready. If you guys don't I'm get ready. this one, I'm going to be mad. I'm going to be so mad. Okay, you guys ready? Yes. Okay, here we go. Oh, yeah. Hey, I want to see if anyone on Facebook gets this. They should. They should get <laughs> well, that. Well, don't say it. If you know what it is, let's, let's try to have Jeremy. I, I, I know what it is. Jeremy, do you know what it is? I can't hear it, bro. Okay. Can't hear it. Bang. Okay. I'm going to play it. I'm going to play it one more time for you, all right? Know what that I was? can hear it now, but I don't. I don't know what that he one is. Know what that what is? Uh, that is okay. So we got uh, Aaron. Got it. Uh, she said, "Saved by the Bell," and that is correct. It that is Saved is by correct. the Bell. There I, you go. I used, to, I used to like binge watch that TV show oh, all yeah? the time. That oh, was yeah. such a. That was one of the longer lasting ones too. It was because I watched it when they were junior high, high school, when there's college years, and then I even watched the movie that when when uh, I think it was <laughs> they had a movie. Zach and what's her face got married. Yeah, they made a movie. Oh man. Yeah, I liked Saved by the Bell. It's. That's my era. That's my era. That was nineties. That was nineties. Yeah. And well, was it? Did it start like late eighties? I I believe it started late eighties or like early early nineties, like ninety one. Yeah, somewhere around there. Yeah, I'm I'm surprised you didn't do any like home improvement. Oh no, that would have been too easy. You would have been (laughs) on that one. That one or like King of the Hill or something. I was like, nope. He would have known that one right off the back. Yeah, (laughs) right off the back. Right off the bat. Um, But yeah, so going back to our topic. Um, you know, something that is that can kind of annoy me is negative stereotypes in like stories for for guns. Yes. Right. And what I mean by that, um, not just being African-American people being portrayed as freaking like gangsters and thugs and stuff, but more so when you have a gun, we're desensitized. We, we are. We are. We are absolutely desensitized oh, yeah. to like guns and violence in in films and in television shows and, and any other types of media. Like it's on average, like when you pick up a game, nine times out of ten you're shooting something. 
Yeah, it, it, <laughs> I, I, those are the games I prefer as well. Exactly. Um, but you know what's funny though is what? I. I, I Fully agree with you because you know when I watch it, like uh, you see something or think about you know if I ever had to kill somebody, I'd feel worse about having to kill a dog. I'd I'd hesitate yep. killing a dog before I hesitated killing a person, uh, just because I know people are stupid. Dogs don't know the difference. Um, yeah. But I I think that has to do with the desensitization of us because if you watch a movie, it's more dramatic and. Heartfelt when a dog is like hit by a car compared to where someone's shot by a gun. You're like, oh, that person died. Awesome. Yeah, it's yeah, just it like, does. and it happens just left and right. Yeah. Boom, boom, boom. Okay, well, whatever. There's human life out the window. Um, but like, for instance, like you need to see the new It movie. I know I you know, haven't. Yet. I know. My daughter saw it. I haven't even seen. Oh, it. that my, movie is so sick. My 11 right? year old has seen it, and <laughs> I haven't even watched the damn movie. Yes, yet. but I mean, it's like for instance, like it it puts you into a perspective where every little thing that that a character can pick up like that is their world like that they, you could pick up a bat and you automatically feel a lot safer without having to use like a strong weapon like a gun and people gun toting and everything because that desensitizes like you know I'm trying to major in film right and one of the things that always irks me is that anytime that there's a gun that enters a story, like that gun, the the story that like that needs to be the peak, yeah, yeah, of the story, yeah, because that doesn't happen often. Like when in real life, do you ever see someone just pull out a gun and just be like, everyone freeze? You know what <laughs> I mean? Like, give me all your money. Like maybe okay, well maybe in the hood or maybe in L.A. But I mean, like you know, besides that, you know, how many times people just pull out guns and then. You know, the story just moves on or whatever. People shoot at each other and shoot back. Real life isn't necessarily like that. So anytime there is that one weapon that like that, that should be the pinnacle of of the story and the violence right there. I don't know. That's just kind of how I feel about that. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I, yeah. That, that, that kind of sums up what i feel about that maybe yeah exactly it 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 it, i do have uh i i I wanted to bring a few things up uh when it comes to regards of guns and gun safety gun control and how do we stop mass shootings or at least school mass shootings because the children are who are our future and we have to protect our our children before we protect anyone else and i i I think and jeremy you might have an opinion on this and i know there's plenty of other military people that i think would have a great opinion on this is i think we need to start a program for our military to go back into the the working uh in regular civilian life by maybe giving our military members the opportunity to be armed guards at schools and well no how how do you feel about that jeremy there, there are definitely programs like that already in place. But when you hit on, you know, the movie It, when I watched it, when I watched it twice at that, no, let me rewind that. When I watched it about five times, <laughs> there's one thing that I, I did keep, you know, coming in, into a realization with it when you were talking about the whole gun control and everything. And that's simply that within It, Their main focus, you know, reiterating from its original movie is just the implementation of fear, you know? Yep. It was going off of what their fear is. What? Let's let's ask 
This question to you, first off, Adonis. Yeah. What are you afraid of? Oh, well, we're going to put this on, on the podcast? Okay. Yeah. What? We're about to, so all uh, my we're enemies. We're about to put this on blast right now. We're about uh, to put this on blast. Okay. What are you afraid of? Um, my biggest fear. My biggest fear. Okay, this one's okay. My biggest fear is dying insignificant. Dying insignificant. Yes. Now, how about this? Think, just think about this for a little bit. Okay. Going back to like uh, my childhood, because you know, there's a few years between you and I, there's a few years between True X and I. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, would you not say that maybe those fears would have been a little bit different back in our childhood days, you know? Yeah. Growing up, you know, at least nowadays, scary movies aren't that scary. No. Pretty sure they're safe to say. Yeah. Correct? Yeah. Yeah. Scary movies just aren't the same. Wait, you mean, we you up, mean scary movies aren't as scary now, or they were more scary? They're, they're not as scary now. Bullshit. Yeah, I call bullshit. I, no, I listen, don't. I'm going to tell you no. why. Can I tell you why? Yeah. Go I call oh, bullshit on that because if I watch a scary movie from like the 80s, like Jason or Freddy, I'm just laughing the whole time. <laughs> I'm just dying the whole movie. So, hey, I'd, you know what? You're just, you're just proving my point even more true right am now. Am I? Am I? Why? Yeah. How? You are because. At that time, within that day and age of society, what we were afraid of was a lot more different back then compared True. to okay. what we have to be afraid of now. Yeah. Yeah. Things that we fear now are nowhere near in any way, shape, or form. That's true. The same in any way the same. That's just not that's possible. I, I, I agree, except that's not true because I'm still afraid of styrofoam to this. <laughs> day and it's not cool man i hate styrofoam i run from it like literally he has a phobia i learned about this the other week i was like what i i literally have a phobia of styrofoam and i hate it because my daughters like to give it to me for christmas and wrap it and exactly so um just let you know this next part of my segment i'm just gonna reach down here Uh, i'm out (laughs) peace i'm done (laughs) but yeah um okay you see where i'm getting at though right yeah, so, so like, we're more desen- it goes back to my point of being more desensitized of guns, right? But um, going back to what you know, what Truex was saying about you know what's a positive way of gun enforcement is having protected schools by rehiring you know uh, militants who served our country, and that would be a positive way. Um, another idea that I had, which I have, this would be a sci-fi idea. I have no idea how they would do this. Um, would be if if all guns were from now on made electronically, right? And whenever you were within... For the fingerprint analyzation? What was that? For the fingerprint recognition? You could do that, right? That would be cool. They they, they, they actually already have that technology out. Then we freaking... On all guns and the gun, whenever it reaches 300 yards from a school, it automatically turns off. No, that no, because someone's gonna learn how to disable that, and then those who have guns that are would protect. What's then a going gun on. would be would know when you're tinkering. With so, it. so I I actually read uh, something about this new technology um, okay. that's that's coming out that that they're trying to push, and I think it makes a lot of sense, and it would make sense for um, uh, the airports for sure. Yeah. Um, but uh, schools and and courthouses and 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 concerts and 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 
sports yeah. games and it's this little box and what this box is is you walk through this area and this box can automatically recognize metals what type of metals and how they're constructed um and so it's basically sniffing out guns bombs huh. knives that kind of stuff and yeah. it can tell whether it's keys change or a gun or a knife that's kind of cool and i think that technology uh it, it should be pushed and i think a lot of people should be getting that because that would stop so many different mass shootings can you think of how many how many not only on on a you know a protection basis but for for that company and and financially how that would market because you would have casinos everywhere buying 10 to 50 of these for their casino and you're gonna Mm -hmm. have uh, sports arenas buying all these i think it's a great way to 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 be able to go, hey, that person's got a gun, let's stop them now, or they got a knife, let's get them now. Yeah. Because now it's not pat down, you don't have to feel like you're privately, like your privates are being touched, or yeah. you're, you know, like... Speaking of which, you see that video of that cop who's patting down that black dude? Oh. He's like, what is this? What is, what is this? That's my like, penis, sir, sir. That's my... <laughs> and the cop, let's go. Oh, my bad. Sorry. I, you know so how many sir, times you have to come probably, with me to the back. That that got caught on video, but you know how many times that's probably happened. What's this? That's my balls, officer. It's uh, you know, your fingers close to my gooch. Can you please stop? Truex. Yes. Two thousand and eighteen. Your thing is close to my gooch. <laughs> <laughs> you better cut that out. I'm not there right now, damn it. Oh, are you, are you, you feel left out? I am left out right now. No, well, ne- next time you visit, man, we'll, we'll make sure you're included, okay? Thank you. I, I, I'll get the Vaseline. Oh, I ready. Want it. I'll get the Vaseline. Okay. Anyway, I don't know where uh, this th- is going. Th- it's disgusting. I. Why do you guys bring me into you? Don't blame you're, me, you're, Gooch you're man. The threesome between you, Korean, and uh, hey, no, I'm, you, you, know. uh, you, uh, you, your new rap name is Lil Gooch. Little Gooch. I like that. <laughs> I like that. Now, if it's mispronunciated by like some Asian, it's gonna sound like li- uh, Little Gook. Um, okay. I did, I did, Next I, segment. <laughs> I'm just, have you ever sat in for Chris's new segment? This is America. I think he has. No, I have not. Okay, well, this is his first time. Ready yeah. for this? Yes. America. That's it. Here we go. Arresting me for what? I'm sorry. I thought this was America. I live in the real world where men sell propane and propane accessories. Huh? Is this America? I'm sorry. I thought this was America. Could you picture yourself on a Sunday morning? Going to church. You're in the South, South Carolina, and you're just humming away, singing your hymns, walking down the street, getting ready to go on church. So, Hunter, I think we should go get some chicken after we go to church and praise the Lord. And you look over and you see this woman. It looks like she's praying, it looks like she's. And then you start seeing people scream and they get uncomfortable and they start yelling and they call an ambulance and you realize that this lovely southern church going lady is prying out her own eyeballs in front of the church. Wait, what? And you would think that you could go to church and pull your eyeballs out without... EMP, oh EMTs God. and people trying to stop you. I mean, honestly, it's South Carolina. It said you eat some chicken, you, you have a barbecue, maybe find some possum, and then gouge your eyes out. Gouge your well, eyes out. They go to Cracker Barrel after church. You, just say, to correct you. Uh, the, oh, Cracker Barrel. Sorry. Yes, you're right. I love Cracker Barrel. 
Um, so yeah, uh, God, God bless America. Um, on that, uh, so South Carolina woman seen outside church, uh, gouging her eyes with her own hands, police say. Um, so this woman, uh, terrified other churchgoers, uh, this week after, um, investigators said she was seen across the street from a church gouging her eyes out with her own hands. Jeez. Um, please. the woman did survive and is recovering in a hospital. Um, uh, uh the, the sheriff's uh, county office and EMS uh, responded to the scene after dispatchers received a call on Tuesday that a woman was holding a human eyeball in her hand across from the South Main Chapel and Mercy Center. Like, did she, like, pull them all the way out? Like, so there's yeah, no, you like, can't like, reconnect them? No, no, she took it, it, her eye out. So officials said the injury was self-inflicted. It took two or three or four of our guys and two uh, EMTs to subdue her enough that she could start receiving medical assistance. Wow. Um, I guess the initial reports were it was just one eye she took out. No, it was two. So just like completely taken, like, like she completely gouged out her eyes. Now. Yeah, she is blind forever now. What? The um, what? Yeah. Um, she must have seen the Holy Ghost or the face of the devil. That, yeah, I yeah, am yeah, never going to church again if that's what that was. Had to have been something, or she was, uh, she was, uh, you know, possessed. Uh, but it, that's disturbing. And, and, but who in this world thought you, you, you can't just go to church and take your eyes out and you get just like sh- subdued? Shut and up, Chris. That's up, dude. <laughs> if I want to take my eyeballs out, I should be able to take my eyeballs She was out. in the house of God. <laughs> she, was, no, she was across the street from the house of God. I don't want to be in a world where I can't gouge my eyeballs out in the house of God. <laughs> um, AJ, um, it, yeah, it made me want um, fried chicken and waffles as well. Oh I want God. some Roscoe's, oh. man. Uh, AJ yeah. said, not going to lie, this made me want fried chicken and waffles and sweet tea. AJ, uh, I will make sure to pray for you, not in church. Oh, but I will pray for you. Um, he said he worked in, uh, AJ was uh, uh, an officer of the law at one point. Uh, he said he worked in a prison and that happened one time a week. They do Ugh. they do anything for pain pills. Wait, the guy gouged their own eye out? Yeah, were they gouging their own eyes out, AJ? Just so they could get pain pills? Jesus. That's f***ed up. Uh, yeah, that's up. See, you don't even need to go to church anymore, guys. No, you can just go to prison. You, you get butt raped and you take your own eyes out. It's perfect. All right. (laughs) (laughs) Jeremy, do you have anything else to add before we get started with our last segment? Uh, Yeah, just uh, use your hands before picking up that fire on. Yeah. There we go. I like that. All right, guys, let's go ahead and get started with our last segment, which is listener mail. Right, this one is from Sarah. What's up, Sarah? What's up, Sarah? Sarah writes, are, Sarah. are we safer or more in danger if we keep a gun in our house, Sarah? Um, I'm gonna safer. Uh, yeah, I am gonna say safer too. Safer. Okay. I, 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 way safer. One, if you if you know how to use the damn gun. Um, two, you have the right ammunition. They do have home protection ammunition, which is amazing. It's the the tips are filled with silicone, so it stops it from passing through uh-huh. a wall. It actually stops it stops as once it hits whatever it, it hits it okay. doesn't go through so it's safer for the home um and if someone comes in if you know how to use that gun you have no worries about anything i think you, you're solid and you're gonna either scare them off or you're gonna be able to stop them there you go there you go um 
I would say I, I've no, I've seen studies that said it's less safe to have a gun in your house, but I think it's because they usually will have like a kid or something that will take their gun. So I think it's important to make sure that you lock your stuff up. Um, I don't know a safe way. I don't have any kids, so I don't have this issue. Um, a, a safe way for kids not to reach your gun. I, I would assume that the best way if I had kids um, would be to train them and teach them gun safety, yep. right? Um, so they know it's not a toy. Um, I'm, I'm sure a lot of the gun accidents that happens in households is people, kids playing with the yeah. guns. Yeah. Um, so I would say first teach, you know, gun safety to kids, teach them it's not a toy, let them hold it. Um, so they're not curious and being like, Oh, you know, what is this? Oh, I'm going to break in. Ha ha. I mean, you know, sneaky trying to touch this stuff. So let them know it's not a toy. Um, and teach him, teach them safety, and then also keep it locked up. That that I actually fully agree with that. Um, now, when my kids aren't there, I don't lock my gun up, okay. um, and I keep the magazine in. I don't keep one in the chamber, but I keep one. I, I keep the magazine in. Um, but when my kids are there, um, my kids have been taught about the gun. I've, yeah. I've showed them how to use it. I show. I've showed them how to load it. Um, are they well trained and versed on it? No, but they know the the, the dangers of a gun, and they know that yeah. it's a responsible item. Um, but when they're there, I make sure that I separate the magazine from the gun, mm-hmm. um, and I put the gun where they're not going to find it. Um, I don't. I'm. I personally don't believe in having a lockbox because um, I think it can be dangerous to not. To, to have one yeah um it can be hard to get in you're under you know you got a lot of things going on you, you, adrenaline's adrenaline, running through yeah. your through your mind and you can't figure out the code or you yeah. can't find the key um so i put it where no one's gonna find it um only i know where it's at and i can get to it quick and under I, my pillow and i put the ammunition somewhere where it's in quick range as well so um you know i'm smart about it my kids know about the gun but they also never see it when they're there unless they see me taking it yeah with me. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Jeremy, you have anything to add to that? No, I definitely agree with True on all of that. Keep them locked up. You know, be well educated yourself and educate your children about it as well. Exactly. There we go. All right. So there you go, Sarah. I hope we answered your question, Sarah. All right. This one is from Martin. What's good, Martin? What's up, Martin? Martin. Martin Short. Martin says, <laughs> I have a brother who is trying to get over his addiction. What is the best way to tell loved ones to keep certain drugs away from him? Martin. Um, That's a good one. Just tell your certain loved ones, stay the f*** away from him. <laughs> just just no. stop. What if, okay, well, what if they're, the family is like more traditional? So you can't just like up front be like, hey, you need to do this, this, this. What if you have like come a more tactical, tactical? Tactful route. That's a tough one. Yeah. Jeremy, what do you think? When it comes to tackling a drug addiction and pushing in your family? If if uh, Martin has a brother who is getting over his addiction, he's addic- adri- uh, addicted to something, right? And he is trying to tell loved ones to keep certain drugs away from his brother. What is a delicate way to say that? You have to be upfront, you know, and blunt about it. If he's already on the path to, you know, trying to recover and get away from it, mm-hmm. then anyone else that may be around him, especially within a family unit, there's no other way to tiptoe around it other than to be blunt about that kind of yeah. situation. They should be willing and 
you know, able to do anything to help support him, especially if it's a true problem that's, you know, conflicting him with his day-to-day life, yeah. um, with his family lifestyle, with his job. If it's conflicting any of that, if they're in the family, within their, that family unit, again, then they should be willing to help. If not, then that's not real family for you. They need You need to be able to have that love and support. I hear you. I hear you, bro. Yeah. All right, for sure. Well, I hope that answers your question, Martin. All right, and this last one is from Greg. What's up, Greg? What's up, Greg? How you doing, brother? Greg writes, what is the best way to get better at shooting, Greg? Okay, first, you watch watch, uh, Bad Boys 1 and Bad Boys 2. No. Then. (laughs) No. Then. Then watch Den of Thieves. Then you watch Den of Thieves, and then you react, re- reenact the scenes where where the 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 police chase on the freeway, where the cars flipping over each no, other. No, I disagree. <laughs> I, I, I Boondock <laughs> Saints. No, 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 no. Boondock Saints. Watch Den of Thieves, then you realize that they're all Marines. Okay. Then you realize okay. that hey, if I wanted to learn how to shoot, maybe I just need to become a Marine. That, or you watch Boondock Saints and uh, The Matrix, and then you really know how oh, to God. do that. Shit. That's just cheating. That's just cheating. <laughs> um, <laughs> so your question is: Don't learn to. Well, first of all, don't learn to, don't, to shoot from the Matrix. Don't teach you, movies no, don't teach you. No, like, not hey, from the Matrix. Hey, Bad Boys One and Two, yes. The Matrix, hell no. You'll be sitting there and then shooting at them and then waiting for them to shoot back. Be like, oh. <laughs> and they start moving. Yeah, I and guess. Trying I, to guess I was trying to dodge right. for the people um, who can't see. Dodge. Exactly. No. Um, that, so I would say the best way to learn how to shoot is uh, go out regularly. Um, uh, make sure you have targets. Um, I, I think you need to practice close range, long range. Um, and use your sightings. Learn how to use your sights. Learn how to hold the gun properly. Yep. Um, you, you know, most people think you stand at a side stance, but you don't. You should stand at a feet placed in front of you a slight bend in the knees and Mm -hmm. uh, gun out in front with both hands that's going to give you the most accuracy and it's going to keep you on your feet now if you really want to learn do all that and get a picture of the bully in high school and just put it that thing up right there and just aim right bam Um, right um, there in between um, the eyes uh gun we're talking about yeah don't listen to that advice because that's going to teach you yeah that's that's really bad because then you might actually go and shoot that person he asked what's the best way to get better at shooting (laughs) (laughs) don't get mad at the answer if it's true Join the Marine Corps. Oh, Join oh. the Marine Corps. Okay, Mr. AJ, slate sites are for people who can't shoot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I agree but disagree at the same time because the sites can come in handy at long-range uh, shots. Um, I got your back, AJ. <laughs> um, Join the Marine Corps. They'll teach you how to shoot for free and pay you for it. Exactly. So. Hey, the Army, the Air Force, the, it, not so much the Navy, um, but the, they all will teach you how to shoot. They don't um, teach you how no, to like, no, throw no. a... They don't teach you how to throw the like, a, like a... The will definitely... The Marine Corps will teach you how to shoot. The Army will teach you how to shoot a little bit. That's about <laughs> it. Oh, that's terrible. <laughs> well, yeah, the, the, the Marines are the first troop in, the first troops in, so... Um, Every I, Marine I is a rifle, man. We know how to shoot. Yes, you do. You are trained on that and, and those rifles, so I agree. <laughs> Absolutely. 
But yeah, so I think that's going to wrap up our show. Thank you, guys. This was a fun show. And uh, if you do have comments that you would like to share with us um, uh, based on this show, you can write us at wwmpodcast at Mm -hmm. gmail.com. You can go to our website and listen. It's wwmshow.com. You can uh, hit us up on Facebook. You can go to our Facebook page and write us. You can go to uh, our Instagram and write us. And we do have a Twitter, but we don't really use Twitter. We don't like the tweet twits. We like to twaddle. When yeah. I first started going on Twitter, twat. I didn't know what the t- words were. So then I was like, how do I twat someone? How, do I twiddle? Do you twiddle someone? Do you twaddle? I didn't know what it was. I, I know you tweet I someone. Just, I can't get the hang of it. Like I, I get it, but you, you, you just need you just need a little twaddle. Just a little. Just a little twaddle. Just a little. So thank you, Jerry. <laughs> thank you very much, Jarian, for uh, Jarian. Jarian? Jarian. Jarian. Jerrion. Yeah, thank Jeremy, you. you are now Jerry. Thank you, Jerrion. <laughs> thank you very much, Jeremy, for yeah. being on the show with us. We appreciate thank you, you, brother. We do appreciate it. With you in your military experience. Yes. And, and I, I do want to say thank you, our sponsors within range. Um, we, 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 we love promoting you because the, the simple aspect behind that you got you can't forget is everything in your life is within range. Go sit, visit him on Facebook at within range, and uh, he uh, he's going to be doing a new batch of shirts. I'm, I'm not sure exactly when, but you can put an order in. Yeah, we need to start wearing those on the show. We we do, we definitely do. And uh, also to our sponsor, not sponsored because they're really not a sponsor. Schmirnoff Ice screwdrivers. They actually Don't give taste them pretty good. Don't give them free, hey, no, but hey, I like no, that. No, that, that. That's just so, just in case they see it, they, they, they pay us They're some money. They're not going to do that. they just they're... be like, oh, it's free. Oh, free thanks. advertising. Yeah, man. At least send us some free Schmirnoff. That'd be awesome. Right? Yeah, f***s. Yeah. Anywho, <laughs> this has been fun, guys. I'm Diodonis. And I'm Truax. And this is our special guest. Jeremy. Claude Felter. And we will catch you guys later. Peace. Bye. If you'd like your question asked on air, email us at wwmpodcast at gmail.com. Follow and like on Facebook at What's With Millennials. Follow on Instagram at wwm underscore show. And send us a tweet at wwm show. What's With Millennials Podcast.